Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to episode number 46 of the Detailed Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today we're going to be chatting all about imposter syndrome and how to try to overcome it in our small businesses. I posted a TikTok not too long ago, maybe sometime last month, and I forget exactly what the audio was or trend was, but it was basically like, imagine being able to run your business without having imposter syndrome or, you know, being jealous of people who don't have imposter syndrome. And so many people agreed with me and commented on it saying that they want a podcast episode chatting all about this. So I figured I would sit down and we could chat all about imposter syndrome, what it is, why it happens, and how we can try our best to overcome it. Now, I never really knew what imposter was until maybe a couple years ago when I started hearing the term thrown around on different podcasts I was listening to before I started my own business, and I never really knew that these feelings had a term attached to it. So basically, if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, I'm going to give my basic definition for it. This probably isn't the like textbook definition, but what I kind of determine imposter syndrome as is a feeling like you are being fake in the role that you're running, whether it is running your own business or whether it's in a role within a corporation or a company, you feel like the work that you're doing, either you're not qualified to be doing, or even if you are technically qualified, you don't feel like you hold enough power or value to be doing that work or giving that advice or anything along those lines. You basically feel like a fraud. You feel like an imposter. And that is just a little recap of what imposter syndrome is. I know that so many small business owners struggle with this. I think that probably everyone struggles with this at some point or another, especially when you are first starting out and especially if you are in the creative business industry. Because when we're first getting started with our businesses, our business is based off of an art or skill that we have. So I remember when I first started, it's like, who am I to say that my lettering is pretty enough to sell. Like, no, it's not. That's ridiculous. Like that's, it's definitely not good enough. And that imposter syndrome starts to creep in. And I know so many other people have this feeling too, especially before they're starting their business, because it's like, who am I to say that I can start selling these pieces that I've made? Like, that's just ridiculous. I get messages all the time from young girls or anyone who's looking to start a lettering business asking, you know, when did I start to feel comfortable with my lettering enough to sell it? When did I start to feel confident enough in my lettering to sell it? When did I, you know, start to really believe that I was an artist and 
felt confident enough in my work to begin selling my work? And the answer is I didn't when I first started at all. And that's completely normal and something that I don't think anyone's ever going to feel right off the bat when they start their business. I look back at pieces that I listed when I first started and just everything that I did when I first started. And you just have to laugh because obviously owning a business is a journey and we improve upon everything as we go. In many cases, this can be our skills too, like our artwork and things like that. And I've improved so much since I first started. And I think that people need to understand that it's normal to start off somewhere. You don't have to be the absolute expert in your field or have everything figured out. You just need to start and not let those thoughts creep in that keep you from just starting because that is honestly the hardest part. And I found that imposter syndrome definitely hindered me more when I first started my business as to where I am now. Now I'll get into kind of where I am now with imposter syndrome and everything like that, but I've come a very long way since I first started just in having confidence in myself and feeling qualified for the position that I'm in. I also think that running a side business when you're working full-time also contributes to imposter syndrome. I used to feel like I was living two lives and I know it sounds so dramatic, but It really used to bother me that, you know, I had this full-time job. I had one type of person that I was being every single day from nine to five and different tasks that I was doing. And then aside from that, I had my side business where I was doing things completely opposite from my day job. And it really did not help with my imposter syndrome because I had these two parts of me that were extremely conflicting and basically had my brain (laughs) telling me like, what are you doing? This is silly. Everyone sees this, you know, just as a side job. This isn't real. You know, the list can go on and on and on. These are just like thoughts inside my head. But it's really difficult when you're first getting started and trying to put yourself out there and then you have all of these thoughts stemming from imposter syndrome making you feel like you're silly or not qualified to be doing the things that you're doing. So my absolute first tip, and these tips will kind of go in sequential order based upon where you're at in your business, is if you're thinking about starting and you have these thoughts that I'm talking about that are creeping into your head where you don't think that you're good enough, you see other people online and you're comparing your work to them, A lot of times we are our own worst critics and there's always going to be someone better than you no matter what. And that's in every single solitary area of life and business. I've talked about this before. So you can keep comparing yourself to no end, but you just need to jump in and start. Your art will improve. Your craft will improve. Your skill will improve. Whatever it is that you are building your business on 
will improve over time. You just need to start somewhere and don't feel silly about just jumping in and not knowing anything and feeling like people are going to look at you like you're fake or anything along those lines because at the end of the day, those are just all thoughts inside our head and everyone else 99% of the time isn't even thinking that and they're out there cheering us on and supporting us. So much easier said than done, but if you are in that boat right now, just take the leap and go for it and you will continue to learn and grow as you move on in your business. Now, once we've made that leap and we are into the beginning stages of our business, Unfortunately, those thoughts of imposter syndrome don't quite go away. I know from personal experience that first year in business, as I mentioned with the pull back and forth from my corporate job to my side business, was very difficult. I feel like every time I talked on stories or you know, came up with a new product or anything like that. I was always second guessing myself and always thinking of the person on the other end, questioning me and my validity in the expertise I had in my business. Now, when I first started, I wasn't, you know, giving business advice or doing anything like that. But even still, I would always think like, who are these customers to buy from me, this small business who just started? Who are these couples who are getting married, who are going to rent signage from me, this business who just started? Like, I would always think of myself as an imposter. And it really settled in with the wedding industry, I would say. I feel like with my online portion of my business, I didn't deal with this as much. I dealt with the conflicting feelings, as I've mentioned, between my corporate job and my side business, kind of always feeling a little bit like an imposter whenever I was working on my side business because I just had two polar opposite things going on. But after starting my business, I soon started to feel comfortable with the products I was selling online as I gained more confidence and more feedback from customers. But on the wedding side of my business and the wedding rentals that I did locally, it took me a very long time to kind of overcome my imposter syndrome. Every single networking event that I went to, every single style shoot that I went to, anything that I went to, even weddings to deliver where there were other wedding vendors who had been working in the industry for years and years and years, I felt that imposter syndrome creep in like no other. (laughs) All of those voices in my head basically being like, who the heck do you think you are? You just started your business a few months ago and now you're working at these you know, top-notch venues, like this is not right. I don't know. It's very difficult to explain, but it took me probably a full year of doing weddings to kind of get past that and feel confident in myself to convince myself that, you know, the work that I'm doing is really important. People love the work that I'm doing. It deserves to be there. And I'm just as important as any other person contributing to this couple's wedding day. And there was no one at all (laughs) out there making me feel this way. There were not any mean 
people, any mean business owners, anyone in my family or friends, everyone has always been so supportive. But these are just thoughts that creep into our heads when we own our own small business and try to bring us down. So I want you to know that it's totally normal that you're feeling this way and it just helps to be aware of these different thoughts that creep in so that when you start thinking these thoughts, you can say, oh, you know what? I kind of think that this is imposter syndrome. Let me take a step back, actually evaluate the situation and see if I'm overreacting or not. (laughs) I know for me and the weddings, once I got a good number of weddings under my belt, I started to feel so much more comfortable and that element really just started to go away. When you feel insecure about different areas of your business or if you are not confident in new things you're launching or just different things that you have going on, that's going to leave room for all of these thoughts to enter your mind. Whereas if you are feeling so confident in yourself, confident in your work and your abilities, and sometimes that just comes with time, there's going to be much less room for all of these little thoughts to creep into our heads. So if you are currently In your business, maybe you just started off recently and you're trying out a bunch of new things and you're starting to feel some of this imposter syndrome as you're starting off and entering some new territory, just stick with it and don't let those feelings deter you away from maybe new things you want to try in your business or different areas in your business that you don't quite feel comfortable in yet. If I had, you know, done a couple weddings and let that imposter syndrome set in, I could have just taken a step back and said, you know what, I don't feel qualified to do these large weddings. I just, I don't think I'm going to do them. I'm going to take a step back, you know, focus on my online stuff. I would have never been able to grow the wedding rental side of my business to where it is now and now feel so confident in all of the rentals that I do. So that would be my tip to you if you are in this season of testing out different things, maybe pivoting your business and just exploring different areas and you're starting to feel that imposter syndrome, don't let that stop you from pursuing different areas of your business. Now let's chat a little bit about social media because I feel like I touched on imposter syndrome when you are first getting started as well as when you are into your business and trying out new things. But as you get more and more into your business and your confidence builds, I think that imposter syndrome in the grand scheme of your entire business definitely goes down in time because the longer you've been running your business and creating the pieces that you create, you're going to feel more qualified. Even if you were qualified and talented and everything like that from day one, you're going to convince yourself over time that you're more qualified and equipped to be running your business and all things like that just over time, whether it's true or not from the beginning. Time definitely does help 
this situation, but it doesn't mean that imposter syndrome isn't going to creep into other areas of your business just as your business grows and develops. So social media, for example, is an area that I know a lot of other small business owners deal with imposter syndrome. I've talked about this with other small business owners that I've had on the podcast and have chatted with friends about this. And social media is this really weird place where you have maybe a lot of people following along with you, following along with your business, listening to what you're saying, whether it's on stories or whether it's on a podcast like this, or whether it's on TikTok, something goes viral. You know, there's a lot of opportunity to have a lot of eyes on you, which can make those thoughts enter in of like, wait, why are people following me? Why do they care about my business? Is what I have to say important? You know, all of those crazy thoughts. And this is where in my business now, I feel like I deal with the most imposter syndrome. It's like I overcame it right at the beginning and then overcame it when I was entering different areas of my business and feeling really confident. And now it's like, numbers are thrown in and social media is thrown in and it creeps back in again. I catch myself doing this a lot with the podcast and different numerical, I guess, metrics you can say on social media. I think it's funny because with imposter syndrome, we're more likely to get down on ourselves when we're doing really well in our business instead of getting down on ourselves if something is actually like going wrong in our business or we got a bad review or things like that. It's like it's a double-edged sword. Either we're doing really well and we're questioning ourselves and getting down on ourselves because of imposter syndrome or something bad happened in the business and maybe we had a bad day or had a negative customer interaction or a bad review and then we're getting down on ourselves because something bad happened. So I find that Whenever I'm looking at metrics for either social media or even my website or downloads for the podcast and anything like that, I'll always downplay them because of imposter syndrome. Like for instance, on the podcast, I'm so excited by the time this podcast airs, we'll probably be over 19,000 downloads on the way to 20,000 downloads, which is just absolutely mind-blowing. It hasn't even been a year since the podcast launched, and that is a huge, huge number. But all the time, I just tell myself like, oh, well, I know that my mom has it downloaded. I know that Joey does, my friends. And then they probably have, you know, like other friends that have it downloaded and who actually listens and, you know, downplay, downplay, downplay until I hear from, you know, one of the listeners maybe talking about the podcast and it's like, oh, wait, people actually do listen. Like those numbers are real. Like they are real numbers that don't need to be downplayed. They are right there in front of me and are real. Same thing with social media. Let's take TikTok, for example, and let's say a video goes viral and we can downplay it all we want. Like, oh, well, it's just a fluke thing. You know, it doesn't mean anything for my business. It could happen to anyone. You know, the list can go on and on and on. But 
those numbers are real. It did reach that many people, whatever the case may be, and that's pretty cool. Same thing goes for Instagram. I do this all the time with Instagram stories, you know, checking the analytics, seeing how engagement is doing, and always downplaying, well, okay, maybe I had this many story views, but people probably aren't listening, you know, they're just tapping through. Again, what I'm saying isn't important. These are all just like things going on, you know, in the back of our heads. And I'm being vulnerable right now with basically talking about my internal dialogue on certain days from having a bad day with imposter syndrome. But all of those people who are tapping through your stories and, you know, liking your photos and things like that, yeah, maybe not everyone is reading your full captions or listening to your full stories. Sure, I don't do that with everyone either, but they still care about your business. They want to hear what you have to say and they respect you as a business owner. So what I find is helpful is that whenever I'm starting to feel these thoughts, like if I'm looking at my podcast downloads and start spiraling down my downplaying that I do, I'll just catch myself and think, you know, this is imposter syndrome creeping in and try to just stop myself from even going there with those thoughts and just look to the facts and look to the bright side. And I know that sounds silly, but a lot of times as we've chatted this whole episode, all of these thoughts are just made up. So if you're looking to the facts, let's say you got an order. Okay, let's base our thoughts now on that instead of ripping apart our business and ripping apart our art if we're just getting started and not feeling confident well, there's no use in doing that. Let's focus on the fact that someone just bought something from us, so that's pretty cool, and look to the bright side of that and push forward. And I know it's a lot easier said than done. I feel like this is something that we're just always going to struggle with as business owners, but just know that every single other person that you're looking up to on social media and looking at their business as this amazing, incredible business that has it all together and is so confident, I guarantee you that they are dealing with all of these same thoughts in one way or another. Yes, maybe they're not dealing with imposter syndrome creeping into their art and the products they were selling like they once had when they first started, but I'm sure that they have it in other areas of their business because as your business grows and develops, It doesn't automatically mean that everything becomes so happy and easy and confident all of the time because that's just not how it works. And social media can paint a very fake picture of that for business owners. And I think that TikTok has been really helpful with this. I know in the small business owners that I follow, a lot of people are sharing, you know, the not so fun things behind the scenes and more of their internal thoughts and things as a small business owner. And I think it really helps to see that from other small business owners to help those who are just starting and having these feelings know that, you know, you're not alone and everyone feels this way at some point or another. So I know I basically just rambled for this entire episode. I feel really passionate about this topic. It's very difficult to put into words, as I have realized, chatting through this episode, but I think that you all can kind of understand 
where I'm coming from and how everything applies to your business. So three main tips just wrapped up. The first is if you are feeling these feelings before you're even getting started, just start and take it from there. If you are feeling these feelings in the midst of your business, maybe you're transitioning and starting something new, keep moving forward with it and keep reaching towards those new goals that you have because it will get better. And lastly, if you're feeling these feelings in any type of realm of social media or metrics or anything, don't downplay all of your hard work. You have worked so hard to get to the place where you're at now. So whenever you see something, if you feel yourself starting to downplay it or shrug it off, try to stop yourself dead in your tracks and not let yourself go to that place because all of your wins in your business deserve to be celebrated. I think that last part I should have said, that's what I'm writing down in my figurative detailed diary. So I'll keep it short. All of your wins deserve to be celebrated. I love that. That's what I'll write down for this week. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you're feeling much more confident in yourself and in your business after today's episode. If you aren't following along on Instagram, definitely go follow at Detail Diary Podcast. I've been posting lots more quotes and fun graphics to hopefully make your social media days a little more inspiring. But thank you so much for tuning in and I will chat with you all next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detail Diary Podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detail Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.